Young Candy that go crazy. She chocolate and amazing, patient and persuasive. If you got a problem, Marcherie saw the equation. She ain't tripping on no nigga. She ain't worried about relations. She just bringing y'all the show to cover different situations. It's the rhetoric. Marcherie, we know that you intelligent. The rhetoric. Got them thinking twice about being celibate. The rhetoric. Everybody want a piece of melanin. Every day striving to do better, steady leveling. She chocolate and amazing, patient and persuasive. If you got a problem, Marcherie saw the equation. She ain't tripping on no nigga. She ain't worried about relations. She just bringing y'all the show to cover Sticky situations, the rhetoric. Welcome back, listeners. Did you miss me? I missed you. Um, I kind of wish that there were better circumstances in which I was doing this episode, but I'm also going to be optimistic about what I'm going to talk about this episode. So With that being said, I'm just kind of going to jump right into it. I don't usually script um, my episodes. I kind of just have a topic, have some things in mind that I want to address and go over it. But for this particular episode, I I don't have a script, but it might sound like I'm reading a little something. Um, The reason being is this has been on my mind for probably about two weeks-ish now, and I've just been wanting to sit down and, and do an episode on it. Um, but I also wanted some more insight uh, before I did do an episode on it. I feel like I have since received that insight. And so here we go. A couple days ago. Um, well, okay. So for the month of June, um, which at this time that I'm recording this, I don't know when this episode will be released, but at the time that I'm recording, only six days into the month of June. But um, I've been trying to do five miles a day, um, walking, 50 crunches, 50 squats. Like I'm I'm committing myself to a process for whatever, the month of June. <laughs> and um, it was raining one of the days too, like really, really bad for me to be able to walk outside on the uh, Metro Parks Trail like I usually do. So I went to the rec center for a little drop-in to go walk around the indoor track. And since I'm used to doing my five-mile walks kind of like outside where there's scenery, cars, different people, things to look at, listening to my music. When I was in the rec, I couldn't do that, you know, because I, I don't know where my freaking headphones are. I hate AirPods. They don't sit comfortably in my ears. Everybody says the AirPod Pros are better, but... I just do not want to spend that much money on some headphones. It's like, listen, if I got to put in headphones, then I guess I ain't listening to music. And so (laughs) I listen to my music because normally when I'm walking the trail, I just play my music from my phone. I mean, I'm walking by somebody. If you don't like profanity, you're going to have to hear it for what, the two seconds it takes me to pass you. So I'm not tripping. But on an indoor track where I'm literally just basically 20 laps was one mile. So I did 100 laps that day. Um. Yeah, I just didn't want to play my music. So instead of playing my music, what did I do? I recorded a voice note. Well, I didn't record the voice note. I was using my notes app and typing with the microphone. Um, So I just was walking in circles and talking and getting these thoughts off of my mind. So that's why I said it's going to kind of sound like I'm reading, but I'm not really reading because I just want to make sure I have um, the key points that I discussed. And this is honestly, this is just like my intro, really, because there's some more that since this little indoor uh, five mile walk happened that I would like to add. So with that being said, let's get into it. This is the boundaries episode. And I... um. 
I just want to say, man, it is so important to know yourself. It is so important to know yourself. Um, because when you truly know yourself, you are able to put up boundaries, clear, defined boundaries. And it also allows you to better move accordingly um, for the people in your life. So um, I do plan on putting out an episode for Pride as well. So I'm not really sure if this this one's coming out before or after my Pride episode. Just depends on what happens in the editing. Um, but this is the episode about boundaries. Okay, so I, I'm not really sure if there will be an editing me in this episode either. Um, it just, it really just depends on the flow, but I, I don't really plan on coming back and recording another part for this episode. So I'm just going to try to tell the story, say what I want to say about it, and hopefully you all get something from it. And if you don't, I know I did. And that's what matters to me. So um, you all know that my best friend, um, you heard him on episode one, if you, if you have listened to it, <laughs> that's been my best friend for almost eight years. And I wish I could tell you what the status of our friendship is right now, but I honestly do not know. Um, I can't say that everybody's going to operate inside of friendships and relationships the way that I do, but I can say that in operating the way that I do, I've learned a lot about myself and others um, for sure. And like I said in the beginning, it's just so important to have that knowledge of self that allows you to set those boundaries. Oh, in my notes, I said, I've been in therapy since November, 2019. And my therapist has been a godsend for me, honestly. I know, I think I mentioned on a previous episode that I had a mental health episode recorded and I didn't release it because I didn't like, I didn't like it. Not that I didn't like it. I just, I was crying. I was trying not to put out too many episodes where I'm just crying back to back. And it just, and it didn't communicate what I wanted it to really communicate about the point of mental health. Um, so that's not this episode. This episode is specific to boundaries, but boundaries and setting boundaries and knowing what your boundaries are, are so important to your mental health. And um, it takes out a lot of the guesswork when you're choosing who should and should not be in your life. When you know yourself and you know your boundaries and you make your boundaries clear, it definitely takes a lot of the guesswork out. Now, did, does that stifle the emotion behind it? No, not as much. But when you're able to lean on your logic and your facts and your reason and it makes sense, it does become easier to deal with those emotions that then spring from that as well. What am I saying? <laughs> this is my podcast on my platform and I can tell you all whatever I choose to tell you. So I'm, I'm just going to be honest about what happened. I've said it several times in my personal life. Those of you who know me personally, um, I say it all the time. Anytime somebody even brings it up, I say it. I have no intention on having any more children than the one son that I have. I, I just do not. I don't. And, and nobody can tell me otherwise why I should have more children. Because guess what? If I have more kids, it's me that has to have them. It's me that has to go through the labor. It's me that has to go through delivery. It's me that has to deal with whatever fuck ass baby daddy I end up with this time. It, it, it's me. It all falls on me. And if I don't want that for my life, I don't want that for my life. And there's nothing that anybody else can say otherwise. 
period. Okay. So, you know, there are some people in my life that they joke about it. Oh, you're going to change your mind one day. <laughs> okay, fine. We can laugh. We can joke. But I know how I feel. I know why I say I don't want to have another kid. And I, I'm very clear on that. I'm very clear on that. Nobody else's opinions on that should even matter anyway, period. Because again, I don't care if I love you to death. I don't even care if you're the, the baby, the, the, the baby daddy. I'm the one that has to have the baby. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And that's okay. And that's my right. This, it's my body and it's my right. So, you know, I'm feeling myself getting hyped just thinking about it again, because it just, it just upset me that it even got to this point. But again, like I said, knowing yourself and being able to set clear boundaries does allow you to take the guesswork out of who is for you and who is not for you, period. So one day I was on the phone with my best friend and we were having a conversation and I mentioned that um, my son has said something about his dad saying something about me having another baby. <laughs> Funny. Okay. Off that. We're off that now. He continues to joke. Oh, you're going to give me a baby. Ha 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 ha. Oh, da 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 da. I, listen, I, I don't, I don't want to joke about this. Sometimes we joke. Sometimes we joke. All right. This is not one of them times. I don't want to joke about this. And I, I wasn't laughing when I said it. I was very, very clear. This is not a joke. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm not having another baby. Okay. He keeps going. He keeps going. He's joking. He's laughing. It's hilarious to him. I said, sir, <laughs> I'm only going to say this one more time. We're not joking about this anymore. And if you continue, I will hang up on you. I will put you on the block list for the rest of the day. We can try again tomorrow. Very serious. Very serious. He kept going. I hung up. I put him on the block list. And when I called the next day, he texted me and said, keep that same energy. I said, perfect. Respect our friendship enough not to continuously and purposely make me uncomfortable, period. So if you want me to keep that same energy about don't disrespect me, don't allow you to, to, to make me feel some type of way and continuously, then okay, I'll keep that energy. I will surely keep that energy. And that is the last thing that I said to him. That's literally the last thing that I said to him. And I started feeling bad, like, damn, did you overreact? No. No, you did not because you, you made it clear. You made it clear. This is not that. And if that person, whoever they are, cares about you, they're not going to go out of their way to do something you have specifically expressed makes you uncomfortable and you don't like it. It's not the, okay, he was just joking. He was just joking. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter doesn't matter. And that's why I consider myself a very clear communicator. Okay. Because I'm not a mind reader and I don't expect anybody to read my mind. So maybe you was joking and I, I, I looked uncomfortable. I shifted uncomfortably in my chair. I didn't make direct eye contact. You don't know what that means. You might be socially ignorant and you don't have a clue what that means. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you don't know what that means. And I'm going to let you know what that means. 
Your jokes are making me uncomfortable. And if you continue with this line of joking, I'm going to hang up and block you for the rest of the day. And that's what I did to protect my peace and my energy. And I, I didn't even have to say why the jokes were making me uncomfortable. I, I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to say that at all. Because who gives a fuck why? If you are the friend to me that you say you are, and I let you know something that you are doing makes me uncomfortable, then I need to see that you care about our friendship enough to stop, try to stop, make an attempt to stop something. No, you just kept right on going because you thought I was playing. Well, I showed you very quickly. I was very serious. You, you can't get mad at somebody when when they tell, say something to you. I thought you was playing. If you thought I was playing, you should have asked am I playing? Because my answer would have been no. I mean, so I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, For a while, for a couple of days, actually, because this happened like the middle of a, of, of a week, and there was a whole rest of that week. And then going into the next week, I had therapy with my therapist. And I, I brought up the situation and I just told her, I'm like, I'm feeling bad. And she just validated for me that you it's okay to feel bad because your feelings are your feelings. But you made a decision based on logic and reason. You were uncomfortable. Or is your comfort worth that friendship? No. And that hurt me to say. But when I really, really boiled down to it, I got to be good. I have to be good. Because I'm the only one that suffers the consequences when I'm not good. Because it's my life. My son is a direct part of me. If I'm not okay, he's not okay. And if I say I love my son, I got to keep myself together. Back in January, I had a, um, a spiritual reading done. And basically in the reading, it was so powerful, so powerful, so needed, so necessary at the time. Um, and what I really loved about it was it was it was very reaffirming um, because everything that was said to me in the reading was in line with what my therapist and I had been working through in terms of just claiming my power and and leaving things in the past that should remain in the past. Um, and one of one of the cards that he pulled, I can't remember what card it was right now. But he very specifically said, there's a Scorpio in your life that's holding you back. I'm thinking, damn, just, just let it be my baby daddy. Just let it be that. Because I'm already off that. I'm already past that. I'm not trying to do that. Let that be the Scorpio. Because there's no other Scorpio in my life that I held close to me. And even at the time I had the reading, me and my baby father had already had a huge falling out, whatever you would call it, in, De in December before the reading in January. So I'm thinking, okay. Let this just be the confirmation that that little conversation that we had, that the friendship is done, co-parenting is all we got right now. That's it. 
you know, let, let that be what that, what that meant. Right. And deep down in my heart, something said, you know, that's not the Scorpio he's talking about. You know, it's not, you know, it's not. And I knew it wasn't. And what became even more affirming for me was um, I had a conversation with some ladies that I love that I met at work. These ladies, I adore them. They're going to be on my um, adult friendships episode. And just the people that you meet in your adult life, they know you on a different level than the people who knew you when you when you were younger. You know, and it uh, it makes it it makes a difference. It makes a difference in how they view you and the decisions that they make. Um, these ladies also used to joke with me about having sex, having babies, da 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 da. And I, I just had a very serious conversation with them one day about I don't like to joke like this, y'all. And that stopped immediately. Immediately. We didn't have to talk about it anymore. And it didn't matter why. It was, I don't like to joke like this, y'all. So we not going to joke like this no more. The fact that these women who have only known me since 2019 and somebody who has called themselves my best friend for almost eight years with the same jokes, with the same reaction to the joke, And it's crazy because I would swear up and down that my best friend was truly my best friend in that way. What's even crazier is we had um we had a conversation sometime last summer, and it was a little it was a little argument or whatever, and we hung up on each other, and he called back the next day and he said, I'm sorry. And I said, I, you're sorry for what? Saying I'm sorry is not an apology. You need to call out the behavior. You need to name it. You need to you need to be clear on what you did that was wrong. Just saying I'm sorry doesn't tell me you know what you did wrong. I need you to acknowledge the wrong so we can move past it. That's an apology. And he said, you're absolutely right. And 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 continue to apologize. I can't even remember what it was for, but he named it and it didn't happen again. And, and a couple weeks later, we had another conversation and was like, you know, I don't even have a lot of people in my life that would anybody else would have been like, you know, he always says that anytime I give him a little piece of insight, a little piece of advice, it's always that makes a lot of sense. Anybody else in my life wouldn't have done that, wouldn't think like that, wouldn't move like that. So it is really a slap in the face to me that I have been so much for you and i just all i asked you to do was stop joking about that thing that thing that had nothing to do with you if i get pregnant it has nothing to do with you nothing it's me it's only me i have to deal with everything that comes with that and i don't want that at this time in my life and i don't see that in my life going forward and that's my right it's my life i have not received an apology 
And I made it, I made it, I made it clear. I made it clear because I'm trying to tell you all, making it clear makes it so much easier for you. I specifically said what you did yesterday came off to me as a disrespect and a disregard for our friendship. Respect our friendship enough not to continuously make me uncomfortable, period. So he knew what I was upset about. Even if that wasn't his intention with the joke, you know how I looked at that. So if that wasn't your intention, your apology should be, I didn't intend for it to come off that way. I thought you were joking. We could have had a conversation. We could have had a conversation. But I, I made it clear what my issue was. And I didn't hear nothing back. And that, to me, is loud and clear. So after I hadn't heard from him and I talked to my therapist and she said that, you know, you, you got to protect your space and your energy. And that was making you uncomfortable. And you don't have to be uncomfortable. You don't have to be. And you did what you needed to do to protect yourself and make yourself not uncomfortable anymore. And you should not feel bad about that. And I don't. I don't. I got another reading done. <laughs> And it just it it just confirmed for me, okay. That's it. You're stepping into your power. You're claiming your power. You know the power that you have. You know the power that you have. And you're not you're not putting up with it no more. You're not putting up with crap no more. And god damn it, was that exactly what I needed to hear? <laughs> So I don't know if he will listen to my podcast ever again. Uh, but if he is listening, hey, no hard feelings. You made your choice. I made mine. And it is what it is. Hey, it's the me in editing that I thought wouldn't be here. <laughs> here I am. So after listening back to my single recording, I definitely decided that it was smart to split the track and kind of interject this little piece here to kind of sum up what just happened and preface what's coming up. So I, you just got finished listening to me tell my story about how I fell out with my best friend. I mean, that's all I can call it right now is a fallout because again, I don't know the status of our friendship. I am open and willing to having a conversation about it because I feel like that's what adults do, but you know, you don't want to talk to me. I'm not going to force nobody to talk to me. I let my opinions be known. And like I said, no hard feelings, no beef, no malice. I just, it is what it is. Um, I'm still keeping him on the intro. I'm, I'll never take away from the fact that he's a talented rapper. And I appreciate that he wrote that rap for me. I'll, I'll never take away anything that he played a, a role in my life for. Um, what happens in the future does not negate the past. And that's, that's all I'll say about that. But um, I thought that it was important to come in and kind of also say why I said the next story that I'm going to tell you as well. Um, I just finished talking about a friendship and I'm getting ready to tell you a story about uh, our relationship. <laughs> Everybody who knows me knows how I feel about relationships. And I know I mentioned that in the second half as well, but um, if that's what you want to call it, it that's, that's what it was. <laughs> 
in that sense. This is not somebody I looked at as a friend in the way that I looked at my best friend as a friend. Like I knew that was never going to be anything other than a friendship. And that is what allowed me to appreciate it as a friendship. Uh, but the story about the next gentleman that I'm about to tell you all is a lot less like that. Um, we kind of went into it with the mindset of, okay, well, whatever happens, happens, but uh, you don't know what you're trying to make happen. <laughs> and I just, I felt like it was important to kind of put this in the middle to set that stage. And and I, I'm editing me is coming back at the end too. So, you know, thanks for listening <laughs> up until this point. I just really kind of wanted to preface what's to come in terms of this next story. It, it's all about boundaries. And that's what I wanted to communicate with this episode, that it doesn't matter if this is a friendship, a family member, um, somebody that you're trying to be with in, in that way. Boundaries are boundaries. And if you make them clear and people cross them, how you now need to move should be clear to you. And once you think factually and logistically, Sometimes it means that you make some difficult decisions, but again, that does not negate the past. That does not negate the memories that you have with that person. That doesn't that doesn't negate any of that. All it does is adjust for the future, um, and I think that it's important to to take that that as I'm talking about this. You know, I'm not saying that well, I don't care about this individual anymore because we're not really where we used to be. No, I'm just saying that something you did told me how I need to move going forward. And that's not to say that we won't ever get back to where we were. Who knows? Um, yeah, who knows? Anyway, so that's the next story, but it, it, it was, it just, it was me thumbing, stopping talking about him and jumping into another him. And I'm like, girl, you need to, you need to set the stage. So this is me setting the stage. Here we go. And I also have another story about boundaries. Like that's it. Like literally, that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> I also have another topic about a uh, little story about boundaries that I kind of want to address with you all. Um, that also was affirmed for me in that reading that I had done. By the way, if anyone is interested in getting a reading by this individual, you do not have to live in the same city or state or whatever. Um, his readings are amazing. I do believe he is in touch with our ancestors in a way. I mean. I, he hits the nail on the head every time. Um, and if you're into that, which I am, you know, let me know. And I'll definitely give you his information because I've listened to that reading maybe three times already this week. And it just continues to solidify I'm where I need to be. And the changes that I made, though they might hurt me a little bit emotionally, logically, that's the right thing to do. And the emotions will follow. The emotions will follow. But um, I told y'all I want to be alone. <laughs> I told y'all I want to be alone. I told y'all I really wanted to be alone. I, I wanted. I still do. I still want to be alone. Um, I made that decision sometime in 20... I'm end of 2016, early 2017-ish that I decided I just really did not want to be in a committed relationship ever again for the foreseeable future. Um, And in 2019, 
I was going to have some free time as an adult outside of work. Um, and I just was like, okay, well, you don't have to be in a committed relationship, but you can still, you can still date. You can, you might, you know, just be clear about what it is that you want. And so I had created um, a Plenty of Fish account. Please don't go find me on there, y'all. I lost my password. If you see me on that app, it is not me anymore, okay? Because I do not have access to that account. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. Um, I definitely got hacked on my first Plenty of Fish account, and I got it back, and then I got another one, and then, uh, again, I'm locked out, so whatever. If you see me on that app, it ain't me. But in early 2019, I met someone on the app, and this person was unlike any other person I had met on that app before. And I never really met it. I, let me say this. I, this is the only person. No, that's not true. This is the first person that I met in person from off that app. I did meet somebody else like last year, 2020. Um, but up until this point, up until then, he was the only person that I had actually met from off the app anybody else that tried to message me or whatever was oh my god niggas bro <laughs> he stood out as being funny and that's that's that is that's my achilles heel man okay that is my achilles heel because i love to laugh truly 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 love to laugh and this nigga made me laugh i mean really really laugh um so, I mean, when maybe laugh via text message and we started calling each other, FaceTiming each other. I'm like, okay, I like this. And I made it very clear to him. I don't want sex and I don't want a committed relationship. I'm looking for company and a good time, period. And that's, that's what we did. We would go out to eat. We would go to escape rooms. We would go to haunted houses. We went to the rib fest a couple times. I mean, like, it, and, and what was crazy to me was I started thinking like, okay, wait a minute. I said I didn't want to be in a relationship because, you, you know, people people can change on you. And I, I'd be damned if I give 20 years of my life to a nigga to just wake up one day and say, you know what? This ain't for me. And get up and go. And it ain't nothing I can do to stop it because you you can't keep a man that don't want to be kept. So I just said that wasn't going to be me. Um, But I'm like, well, damn. I don't feel like I got to fuck this nigga to keep him around. We're having good time. I can still spend a night at his apartment and I don't feel like, you know, he not mad that I'm sleeping in his bed and not putting out and we still go out. We still have a good time. I'm like, okay, well, if a being in a relationship is like this, maybe it is something that I can consider. And y'all want to know this nigga ghosted me? <laughs> I mean, ghosted me. Ghosted me. I was going out of state for my job for three weeks. And I literally left to catch the plane to go out of state from his apartment. <laughs> he called me when I got there to make sure I was safe and in the hotel. He said he would call me back. And when I tell y'all that nigga never called me back, stopped answering my text messages. Uh, my phone calls would go straight to voicemail. I said, oh my God, what the fuck did I do? We didn't talk for three months. And what in that three months, I festered. I'm not going to lie. I festered. I festered. And I said to myself, bitch, this is exactly why you said you didn't want a nigga in the first place. Because a nigga feeling can change any day. And if he don't tell you, you don't know. And you just got to live with it. 
And this is exactly what you were trying to avoid. And now it happened to you. So that's what you get. All right. So I festered and I suffered and okay. All right. Moving on back to my best single life, turning up, doing whatever the fuck I want to do, blah, 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 blah. All right. That was in June of 2019. In October of 2019, <laughs> oh, this nigga bald. He finds me all plenty of fish again. And to, to make matters worse, he says the exact same thing to me that he said the first time. And again, I told y'all I'm, I'm a, uh, my Achilles heel is, is a funny nigga. And it was so funny to me because He's taller than me. I'm six foot. And my bio definitely says six foot on Plenty of Fish. And it said six foot. Yes, I'm really six foot. Because people don't ever believe me. They just want to. Well, I do have a friend that goes around telling people she's six foot. And she is like five two. <laughs> but I am six foot. And I anywhere that I put that I am, I put, you know, I'm more than my height, though. So I really don't even like to say it. But, you know, on dating apps, they do tell you put your height on there. So in my bio, I address it. Yes, I am really six foot. I didn't put that in wrong. It, it's true. And so, like, the first thing he said to me was, damn, you tall. <laughs> and I know he, he was taller than me. <laughs> so when tall people say that to other tall people, you you know how you take it, okay? It's not like the niggas that be five foot hitting me up on plenty of fish like damn you six foot and tall grab a testament it's not funny coming from you because you're short but a nigga that's six four can tell me damn you tall and okay you tall than me so anyway whatever I'm I'm going back to when times was good and that's psh. listen take my advice when I tell you it is what it is period it is what it is Okay, and don't try to make it be anything that it's not, because it is what it is. But um, in October 2019, he hit me back up on Honey Fish, and I'm just like, you, you black bitch, fuck you, what the fuck? How fucking dare you? I mean, I just went off, cause I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck you! <laughs> Literally, I was very, 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 very upset, and he called me. He let me yell at him. I was yelling. I was screaming. I was crying. I was pissed. I was pissed. And I wanted to know why. I just wanted to know why. And what he said was, I was liking you too much. Oh, my God. Niggas is stupid. Okay, because that's not the first time a nigga done said some stupid shit like that. I, I liked you too much, so I left you alone. What? The, what? What? <laughs> so that pissed me off even more because I'm like, are you stupid? At your big age, you thought the best thing to do if you like somebody too much was to just leave them and not tell them. You don't. You must not like me enough because you you just thought you could just leave me in another state and I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know if you're gonna pick me up from the airport when I get back. Nothing. I mean, goddamn. You you really said fuck me, bro. Don't tell me you like me too much and that's why you did what you did. That was stupid. Okay, so that's me upset. Um, but it, it comes down to, you know, him, he was willing to give me more than just, I liked you too much. It, it, not like that. It was, you know, you had already made it clear that you were not trying to be in a committed relationship and I was catching feelings. So I decided I needed to put some space between me and you to make sure that whatever. Okay. You know, when you put it like that, I can see some logic. How you went about it was wrong, period. <laughs> 
and he did apologize for that. That was not the way to handle that. But I can also understand that men are stupid. Sorry. And um, when you're stupid, you do stupid things. Um, so, you know, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And I, I, I said to him, I said, listen, I was, I was feeling like we, I might have entertained the idea of a committed relationship with you because you were showing me without that even on the table that you might, you might be worth that kind of chance. And I wish that all you had said to me was, listen, I don't know what we doing because I'm liking you a lot. And if it's not going nowhere, then I need to leave now because I would have told you, well, guess what, baby? If you want to call me your girlfriend, I'll be your girlfriend. And I'll tell everybody, this my man. And I, we, we could be that. And I was, I was, if all we had to do was have that conversation and he did not respect me enough to have that conversation. And I was a dumbass for taking it back after that. I was. I really, really was. But you know what? I missed the fact that we could have a good time and not worry about sex. That was so enjoyable to me. So enjoyable to me because I had never had that before. All these niggas want to do is fuck. And I just, I want to have, I'm, there's life. There's so much more to life than having sex all the time. And so I, he was showing me that. And I, I didn't know if anybody else anywhere ever could ever give me that. And so I took him back like the idiot that I was at the time. And we talked October, November. That's when I started seeing my therapist. And then in December, we went and got each other Christmas gifts. I mean, I, you know, they, they say don't never buy a nigga shoes because he going to use them shoes and walk right out your life. What did I get that nigga for Christmas? Shoes. Anyway, I traveled in January of 2020 for my job again. And while I was in California, um, the vibe was changing. The vibe was changing. And I was like, listen, I feel like what happened last time is getting ready to happen again. Just give me the respect I deserve and have the conversation with me because something is different. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. No, we good. We good. Ain't nothing going on. Okay, even if the problem isn't with me and you don't want to talk to me about it, just let me know that the problem is not with me and something is going on and you'll deal with it on your own. I'm not going to make nobody do nothing. You are a grown-ass man. I'm not going to make nobody do nothing they don't want to do. But there is clearly a problem. There is clearly a shift. There is clearly something different going on. And... Either you're going to tell me it has nothing to do with me and that you'll work it out on your own and I'll give you your space to do so. Or you're going to tell me it does have something to do with me and we're going to be an adult and, and try to work through it as adults that think they want to be with each other. No, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Okay. So you, the, I'm, I'm crazy and I'm stupid. Me. It's me. <laughs> so I left. <laughs> that time i found it was a ooh, listen i was on twitter and it was a tweet that said i'm not gonna beg no grown man to talk to me ever nigga you want to go go bye and that's the i see i screenshot that tweet i sent it to him he never responded which was fine because i i deleted his number and i didn't look back at that point and it probably wasn't until fall ish 2020 
He tried to come back again. Like, bro, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. You don't know what you want. And at your big age, you're fucking 30, 30, 32 at this point. You're fucking 32. Just leave me alone. Just, just leave me alone. And I mean, he, he just didn't stop. Just, I'm just checking on you. See how you're doing. Leave me alone, nigga. Leave me alone. And just, he just kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going. And I talked to my therapist and I said, well, I mean, I do miss talking to him. And I do miss the fact that we was able to go out and have a good time and, and it didn't have to be all about sex all the time. I really appreciated that. And she said, well, I mean, as long as your boundaries are clear, you know, there's nothing wrong with talking to them. So that's what I said. I said, listen, I'll text you back when I feel like it. I'll call you when I feel like it. And when I don't, I won't. And that's what it is. And he said, I'm cool with that because I, I just, I miss you. I miss, I miss talking to you. I miss whatever. Okay. So I don't know. I feel like my emotions in the back were telling me like, girl, what you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You know, you don't have the time, patience, energy, none of this, none of that. But I continue to talk to him. I continue to let him make empty promises. I continue to, I just, I, I'm like, how you, how you, and that's, and that's the thing about being clear and concise and direct. There is no room for error. There's no, re you can't, well, I didn't know that you really meant that when you said it. Why would I say it if I didn't mean it? I don't know how you move, but I'm not going to say that. So, so I, I felt, I, I don't know, I felt it brewing for a minute. Like you want us to be back to what we were and we will never be that way. And deep down inside, I know it. We will never be that way. And what was pissing me off was if anybody wanted us to be like how we were, it was me. But it, I wasn't the one who messed it up. So I really don't feel like it was my place to to take the lead on us trying to be anything more than talking here and there and I'm like, if you want this honestly this is all niggas this is really all niggas because I've had this problem with several men in my life and this is why I don't I don't take any niggas seriously because you niggas think you can say you want somebody and that's it that's all you gotta do well I want you girl okay now what what are you gonna do about it like how can you tell me you you want us back? You want to be you want us to be back to where we were, and you don't call me. You don't what the good morning. What else? You know, like when are we gonna go out? When are we gonna see each other? When are we gonna, we've seen each other once since I've agreed to start talking to you again, and a couple Facetime conversations. It's always dry. It's always well. Are you gonna talk to me? Like I'm not doing this, nigga. You wanted me back. You wanted me back. What vice versa? I didn't go out and find you and text you because I'm the one who left you alone in January, and you the one who keep coming back. So I mean, it's me you can't get enough of, nigga. And I just keep, I keep entertaining it because I'm, I'm still trying to go back to, to April 2019 when we first met and everything was magical and we was at Buffalo Wild Wings and we was at Silver Spot and we was here, and we was there. I'm still trying to go back to that in the back of my mind, and for, for that. 
And that reason alone, I was very foolish. But even still, I said that to him. I said, I missed what we had before, before. That's the only reason I'm even contemplating possibly. And I said that. I said that. I said it. I said it. Okay? And I just, this is the thing. I have proven myself to both of these individuals that I'm talking about in this episode that I am a clear communicator. I'm not going to say anything I don't mean. And I am very good at separating emotion and logic and reason. You will never be able to ask me why I did something and my answer be, I don't know. This is what triggered the, the fallout between individual number two um, because my son was getting on my nerves yesterday and I don't know, you just, everybody was getting on my nerves yesterday. And he said something to me and I, I said, why do you call me that? He said, I don't know. I said, well, I tell my son, if you don't know why you're doing something, then you shouldn't do it, period. That's reasonable, isn't it? He said, nope. I said, well, of course you wouldn't think that that was reasonable. You're not reasonable, you're damn self. I'm a reasonable parent and that's all that matters to me. Okay, so everybody else has to suffer. <laughs> everybody else in your life has to suffer because you're unreasonable. You're only reasonable when it comes to your child. And I said, so why don't you just leave me alone? <laughs> and now maybe he didn't expect that conversation to go that way, but I really had to ask, why, so why don't you just leave me alone? If all you care about is being a reasonable parent to your son, why the fuck do you keep coming back to me? I said, listen, if you care about me, you you can care. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not taking away from him being a reasonable parent. Kudos to you. I, I agree. You should be a reasonable parent. But I also think that if you want somebody in your life to accompany you on this journey in that way, in the way that you say you wanted me, then you got to be reasonable to me, too. And if that's not the case, then just leave me to fuck alone. And that's literally what I said. And I said, if that's how you feel, then fuck that and fuck you. And this is this is the end. I'm not doing this again. I'm just not doing this again because I know it's not going to go anywhere. You say you want me, but you're not doing anything to prove it. Fuck that and you. And those are my boundaries. I made them very clear and I'm not going to be uncomfortable for these niggas. Fuck all of them. <laughs> Period. Period. And I was I was feeling bad. I'm trying to tell you I was feeling bad. The emotional part of me was saying, oh, but you know, um, he was really there for you for a lot of things. And I was really there for him for a lot of things. So for me to make a simple request to say, stop joking like that, I don't like it, that, that should be enough. That should be enough. I don't have to make myself uncomfortable to make somebody else comfortable. Because obviously they didn't care about me. So yeah, this, this is the boundaries episode, y'all. Know who you are, know yourself, know what you will and will not allow, make it clear and if people cross a clear boundary that you set, let them niggas know you got to go. Okay, baby? Because ain't nothing worth my peace and sanity. Nothing. Nothing. So those are two niggas that I'm leaving in the first half of 2021. Maybe they will come to their senses. And I don't know. Honestly, the other nigga... 
my best friend, trust me, I, I have such a soft spot in my heart for him. He will always be, that's my baby's uncle, biological uncle. I, he's always going to be a part of my life, even if it's not as a best friend. There's no hate. There's no malice. There's no, there's nothing. There's nothing against that man. When he is ready to have a conversation and apologize, I'm, I'm ready and willing to listen, but I made a clear boundary and he made a clear decision to cross it. And that told me then that's not really somebody I need in my life at this point in my journey. And I'm no hate again, no hate, no malice, no nothing. You just going to have to do you. And I'm just going to do me because obviously we're not on the same page with, with respect and values in a friendship. So that's that on that. And for the other nigga, just leave me alone. <laughs> I don't even know if you have if you, I told him once I, I had a podcast. I don't know if you ever went to go look it up or whatever. If you're listening to this, just leave me alone. Okay. I also have no hate for you, no malice in my heart for you. I just want you to, I want you to grow up. I want you to grow up. You're a you're a 32-year-old man. You you should be doing better. You should be doing better. You just you should. You should. You 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 can't honestly expect to to be able to have a conversation with me and say, I have commitment issues, but not do anything about that. Like, that's stupid. That's stupid. Clean up your own fucking mess and stop involving people in that bullshit. And when you do clean up that mess, please don't come looking for me, okay? Because I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care if you cleaned it up or not. Because I'm not going to suffer in that mess anymore. And you are a mess. I'm sorry. You ju you're just a mess. And, and you're just a mess. Yeah. So I hope you all learned something from those rambling rants. Um, again, if you're interested in having a spiritual reading done, let me know. I will um, link you to the person that I go to for my readings. I really do trust and value them. Um, I am always available to talk about mental health resources. I'll go over my process, how I found my therapist and assist anybody else with that. But I can really tell you having somebody in my corner to just affirm that I'm not crazy and I'm not moving stupid and I'm thinking logically. And the fact that I was clear about it, it's, it's one thing if I was just, I feel like this, but I'm not going to say anything. And I just expect you to know how I'm feeling. That's not logical. That's not logical. So when I'm feeling something, I'm going to express how I'm feeling. And what you do with that information tells me what I need to do with your reaction. Period. Period. So yes. This is the Boundaries episode. I hope you learned something. I hope you all, in, in, both on the relationship front and on the friendship front, do not continue to sacrifice your peace or sanity for these niggas. <clears throat> Sorry. Not just these niggas. Because some of these women is a little crazy too. Um, in my experience though, right now, it's just the niggas in my life that's fucking crazy. Um, but that's why y'all not really a part of my life right now. In, in that way. Not in the way where you can have control over me. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this one was really more of a rant. I just kind of needed to get that out, but I do feel like there is something in there for you all as well. And, um, I just, I really miss making episodes too. My class is almost over at work y'all. Two more days, two more days. And then I have free time for at least a little bit longer, um, to where I can hopefully, stockpile up some episodes and get back to dropping a bi-weekly as I plan to um, going forward. I just want to thank you again for your time, your listening ear. I know I was yelling a little bit. <laughs> so I hope, hope you ain't got headphones in or 
whatever. But um, thanks again for listening. I don't know. I feel like I should have a set outro and I don't. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right. As promised, Editing Me is back for the real ending of this episode. I just really wanted to go on record and say that if you make this choice for yourself to make clear boundaries and if someone clearly crosses them and you then decide to move forward and cut them off, that you also have to be willing to accept that that might be someone else's reality for you. Yeah. Sit on that one for a while. Because it, it's very true that one day someone may wake up and decide this ain't that. And and leave you alone. Friendship, family member, otherwise. And just like you know that before you make a decision like that, you put your thought and your whatever and you feel like you've given opportunities for them to correct it and okay, whatever, now you can leave. You you might also have to take a look at yourself and take a look and in, in some accountability for the role that you might have played in that situation as well. Nobody says you got to go find them down and and whatever, but internally for you to be able to move on, you do have to accept whatever role you may have played in someone just um deciding no longer to to fuck with you basically. Yeah, on any level. Um and that's important also. I for both of those experiences that I've told you in this episode for for the one with my best friend, I can accept that he might have taken that as me blowing it out of proportion. But I did specifically say, this is something I don't want to joke about anymore and it's making me uncomfortable. And so, you know, you may have thought I was overreacting. I'll accept that you, that was your uh, assessment of the situation. But I also do feel like, again, a conversation as adults is what should be necessary to resolve something like that. But you don't want to talk to me. And that's all right. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Um, and for the other situation with that man, oh my God, <laughs> please leave me alone. <laughs> I just cannot stress that enough. Like you came back to me. You found me. You said you wanted me. And then you did nothing to prove it. Nothing. And I don't feel bad about telling you fuck, fuck you and what you believe in, bro. Because I... I left and I accept the responsibility in the fact that I opened the window <laughs> and so to speak to say, you know, well, I do miss some things about you and I, I do miss that. So, you know, I guess I'll talk to you when I feel like it. Okay. He didn't say anything to me like that. He just said, I understand why you would feel that way. And I, I understand that it's not going to be easy and it may never be back to what it was, but I'm willing to try. That's what that nigga said to me who wasn't fucking trying. Or if that's what you call trying, then baby, you ain't trying enough for me anyway. And that's that on that. Uh, anyway, I didn't want this to be long. I just wanted to come in here and say that that was the point of this episode and that I hope that you got something from it. Um, then I also wanted to add in that I've been getting a lot of Facebook requests lately on my personal page. Um, if you are adding my personal page and I don't know you, please don't do that. 
I'm sorry. I appreciate the support for the podcast, but follow the, the, the podcast. Follow the, the Facebook group for the podcast. Don't add me on Facebook if I don't know you. Okay. God, this just is not that. Um, I appreciate y'all telling y'all friends to, to give me a listen. Um, but please refer them to the Facebook page and not my personal page, please, because I'm not going to add them. And I feel like that's where these requests are coming from. Either that or because my profile picture on Facebook now is me and my little hot girl dress for my 28th birthday photo shoot. And I don't know, maybe y'all niggas are seeing me and y'all people you may know because we got a lot of mutual friends and that's why you're adding me. If that's why you're adding me, well nigga I don't know you and you're gonna stand the request but if you're adding me because somebody told you about my podcast please add the podcast which is rhetoric with Marcherie on Facebook rhetoric with Marcherie on Facebook do not add my personal Facebook page if I don't know you um and also to that one nigga on plenty of fish that you you I purposely did not accept your friend request on um on Facebook and then you went and added the, the Facebook group which is fine but then you're like you commented you, you I'm gonna delete that comment because this this is not that sir this is not that and it, it's okay that I don't want you there's don't take it personal there's other fish in the sea and and it's just not me I'm not your fish all right that's it for real this time um <laughs> I'm really excited for the Pride episode, which is going to be the next one that I drop. I know I said I wasn't sure which one I was going to drop first, but after recording the Pride episode, I know for sure this is the one that needs to come out first. So thank you again for listening. You made it to the end of the episode. I love you. And I hope to um, have you listen to the next one. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>